This podcast is for PR pros who are looking to discover the best strategies for landing their dream retainer clients and scoring them top tier media coverage. I'm your host, Jen Burson, and I want you to have a fulfilling career in PR that totally lights you up without sacrificing your personal or family time or your sanity. Welcome to the Pitching Powerhouse Podcast. This is going to be kind of a surprising topic for, um, well, for, for me to discuss because uh, it's about being an introvert. I consider myself an introvert, and I know that would be surprising. My husband's like, BS, you are not. And what I have come to realize is that the concept of like being an introvert or an extrovert is not your outward personality. It is more about where you get your energy from. Are you energized by being around other people or does it drain you? That's really the definition of introversion and extroversion that I'm going to kind of lean into today because it's about the energy that you have when you're interacting with people and when you are kind of on your own. So I love being in my office, doing my thing. I love being here by myself. I love to have a little bit of downtime. We're going to think about where we have our energy coming from. We would think you have to be extroverted in order to be a successful entrepreneur and agency owner and a comms pro. But I'm introverted and it's where I'm getting my energy, where I feel energized when I'm around people. I feel extremely drained. We're all trying to build a business that's all about outward communication and connection, but we feel personally that we are more energized by going inward, right? Um, you can still have obviously a successful business, um, a thriving new business pipeline, even if you tend to have introverted tendencies. Um, let's talk about this because I want to make everybody feel seen and that we're not alone. We know you don't have to be uh, an extrovert to be a comms pro and exhibit A, I am an introverted digital agency owner. And I would say, you know, my business is exactly the way I set it up, the success that I gauge my business to be, um, you know, so you can have a successful business being energized by being by yourself. So let's let, use that as the definition of introversion and extroversion. It does take a little bit of extra strategy to set up your agency in a way that will be conducive to your introverted tendencies. I have my perfect agency for my extra introverted tendencies. So it doesn't have to look like everyone else's. And you can focus on the services that really light you up and not do the things that might drain you instead of really trying to fit some mold you think you have to fit into. Like I think in the beginning, I thought I had to want to do events, major events. And I did one. It was one of the hardest, most draining and stressful 
did not enjoy, one out of 10 did not like. So I want you to focus on the things that will really light you up and energize you and not have to worry about providing services or working with certain kinds of clients if it will drain you and make you feel like you're really pushing yourself every day in a way that isn't sustainable. So my seven best strategies for thriving as maybe an introverted extrovert like me or true introvert, um, no matter your niche. The first is you want to figure out where you get your energy from. Like I said, as an introvert, you probably feel most energized when you're working on your own or maybe with one close collaborator. But unlike extroverts, being around other people for long periods is really draining. But from there, you need to take it a step further and figure out the tasks and the activities in your agency that drain you and the ones that energize you, that light you up, that like light a little fire inside of you. And that's the first step to thriving as an introvert in your business. So I said, I think of myself as an extroverted introvert. I've been working from home before it was cool, before it was really accepted. Um, I used to have to be like, oh no, my office is under construction. I'll meet you at Starbucks because I was so self-conscious about working from home. And now I'm like, you know, it's like not a big deal. But 18 years working from home and I get my energy from being at home and focusing on my own work. And I know that I have maybe a bit more of like a bubbly and outgoing personality. Um, and I, when I go out into the world, I really try to include everyone in conversations because I know that feeling of like, okay, I'm just standing here and nobody's brought me into the fold and I'm trying to connect and they're all, you know, I don't ever want, I will look at somebody if I see them and nobody's addressed them and I'll, I'll like bring them in because that thought to me of someone just standing there and nobody is bringing them in is so stressful and cringy. I'm like, I have to be the one to be like, Hey, come, you know, come join us. Um, so that's more of my personality. So I can tend to seem more extroverted in larger groups, but big events, traveling to client meetings, it gives me a lot of anxiety. And so I don't do that too often. It's not like, I want to shine. I want to be the center of attention. It's like, I get to show up and passionate about what I'm doing and I get to connect with people and maybe there's a chance to help somebody transform their business or make a connection or support each other. So just know where you get your energy and to lean into those strengths and, and be aware of the weaknesses. So when you know your strengths and weaknesses as an introverted digital agency owner, you can stay in your zone of genius, that zone of energy all day long. And you set yourself up with a role that will fully play into your strengths and will let you shine for the things that you are good at, but you also are wired for. And you could build a business that's going to energize you even when things are really tough. So that's how I feel my business has served me over the years is like if I need to step away or I'm having an emotional day, I can take a beat. I can be with myself and just recenter, take as much time as I need, go for a walk. Um, and that has, that's how I set it up. I did not want to have to go into an office every day. I used to have um, my associate I always had an office from home. I used to have them come to my home office. They would come in the morning. I found myself kind of dreading 
every day they knock on the door, like they're here. And I'm like, oh my God, I have to like be around. Well, I loved the person. I loved the people, but the thought of being on and having to like have someone around and manage them all day and like be, what am I up to? What are you? It's like, no, I just want to manage my own schedule and take that time to re-energize myself with little downtime, a walk, listen to a podcast, you know, lay down for 15 minutes, just decompress. So, um, you know, so when you have downtime where you're in between interacting with others, you can focus your energy there and let others on your team go out in the world when clients need that. Um, I have in the past uh, sent team members to New York for guest sides in my stead. I have gone to New York for events and gone to client events and traveled. But honestly, the thought of it all the way leading up into the event stresses me out beyond words, beyond. I'm just like, I can't believe I have to do this. I can't believe I have to go. Oh my God. Oh my God. And then I go and I'm fine and I turn it on. I'm just like myself. And then I leave and I'm like, thank God, you know, I can't do another day of that. So you want to be staying energized in your zone of genius so that it'll set you up to provide the best service possible and love your business long-term. You know, I knew that if I were going to be committed to a world of large-scale events that I had to produce and manage, I would have flamed out hard years ago. So like I said, um, you know, also in the beginning of my agency, I, it was pre-Zoom, but I would drive hours to meet clients in person because they asked, you know, let's get a meeting together. Um, even though I felt more myself, more effective and more comfortable right here doing what I'm doing now. And so now remotely, I get the opportunity to really think through my words and my thoughts. I felt in person, I was really on the spot. And uh, I would always just answer. You know, one of the things um, we learned in litigation, we learned as an attorney, is that if you don't know the answer to something, say it and say, I'm not quite sure. Let me look into that and get back to you. But on the spot, I felt like I had to come up with an answer or I looked incompetent. And it is just much better for me than speaking on the spot to be in this environment. So if I were still working in person, I'd be anxious on most days. I would not love my business the way that I love it now. Because I get my energy from this environment, I set up my agency to be more focused on you know, supporting clients with strategy, connecting with other digital agency owners through our programs, and uh, you know, pitching for new business. My, my team pitches the media Uh, because I just also don't love that so much. But this is why I created my program Elevate, which is my high-performance coaching experience. Um, This is why I wanted this. I wanted to create a program that merges high-performance and the factors that will lead you to uh, make the right choices for the best outcomes in your business and your life and have a real clear uh, idea of your vision and your values and find ways that you get your energy, that you feel like you have the most clarity and have a plan in place to create 
a really seamless integration of your work and your and your life, your energy, your relationships, your your physiology, your mental health, your environment that you live in and how your business serves that and how all of that will support your goals with your business. So it's really the only program of its kind that is geared it merges the uh, proven high performance frameworks with running an agency like ours digital agency. So that's two is you want to lean into those strengths and weaknesses. Three, call on a mentor. That's why you all are here. We have community. We have mentorship. So um, we know there are others just like us. I am surprised by how many people are in the same energetic boat as I am. So there are tons of people out there like us. And having somebody that is a mentor to help you navigate this industry and finding your way when it might be a little more challenging having the energy come from not being out and interacting in the world. You want somebody to help you do all of that without getting drained and identify your strengths and weaknesses and help you basically help you identify those so that you can set yourself up for long-term success. And with a mentor, you can work towards improving those weak spots. And maybe that means growing your public speaking skills or figuring out how to delegate the workload to keep you in your zone of genius. So you're not having to do all of the things that actually will drain you, but are kind of necessary in your business. And I've gone through this industry as an extroverted introvert and I do have valuable strategies that can that you can use to make those tough tasks a little bit easier. Um, and that's you know what we are working on with the group, the cohort in Elevate. So having a close collaborator on your team who might be more of an extrovert can also help as you work with your mentor and they can really like hype up your work during client calls if that's something that maybe you struggle with. I know a lot of PR pros who might view themselves as introverts have a really hard time promoting themselves and putting themselves out there. And it's all about the clients and they're behind the scenes. They can take the lead in in in-person events while you are working on big picture strategy at home. Having someone on your team, uh, that is that person that might be energized and feel up to it. Maybe you lean on them. Um, you outsource, you're like, you, you do that stuff and you know, clients, they'll, they'll go with it. Honestly, I used to be afraid, like they want me and it's like, no, they just want support and it didn't have to be me. Number four, leverage what you love. So when you have a defined zone of genius and a set of tasks or the responsibilities that are the things in your business that you actually love, you can leverage those and then create a business around it so that you're doing what you love and lights you up every day. So it's your agency. You get to decide which services that you offer to your clients. And if a client comes and they request a service, like clients will come and say, we want influencer events. We want tastemaker events. I'm like, cool. I have a great company that's incredible. And we will be there to secure the media piece because I am not going to be producing your influencer event. That is not my jam. It would stress me out and I'm not doing it. So outsource those tasks to someone who does love it. And if someone joins your team who has a completely different zone of genius, 
maybe you then expand your offerings that will account for their strengths. So it's not just all the things that you do and that you love, but if someone comes along and they're like, I love creating social media content, I love writing captions, I can create great graphics in Canva, cool. Let's create a service around that because then you're doing something you love and now we have a a new income stream that is not centered around things that um, I personally have to do. I can talk about it and I can sell it all day long, but I'm not going to be the one to execute. And when you lean into the services you love, then you're building a business you will love long-term. But if you feel like you have to spend your day on these projects that you hate or tasks that drain you, that's a recipe for burnout. And this is what I've done in my business. The positive side of it is building that team who takes care of those day-to-day responsibilities so that I get to focus on big picture strategy, um, creative uh, approaches, you know, problem solving, client services, and then of course, creating resources for our community. So build your team and uh, lean into their strengths. And supplement the things that maybe you're not the best at. Number five, build a community on your own terms. Your network is a crucial part of entrepreneurship. Um, your What do they say? Your network is your net worth. That's so stupid. But it's like kind of true. I mean, you are building a, a network that will support your business. But I know it's really hard <laughs> to build a network um, when you're an introvert because you're like not loving going out to networking events. But you don't thankfully have to build a community in person because we have platforms like LinkedIn. And of course, our programs and our communities, you know, the Agency Accelerator, the Pitch Lab community, and of course, the smaller, more focused group that will come together for Elevate. And this gives you access to like-minded agency owners online without having to go out into the world, feel stressed and feel drained. Um, If you do decide to attend networking events or industry conferences, which we love, let yourself be an introvert. You know, don't try to be the loudest voice in the room or compete with getting attention and wear yourself out. Try to go for those one-on-one interactions or small groups, like three to four people. Um, Definitely try to meet new people. Don't just like go with a friend and sit in the corner, but have those smaller group interactions because those meaningful, deeper discussions with a handful of people are far more impactful than a quick two-minute conversation with a big group where you're not getting anybody's names or you're getting um, just everybody like trying to compete for airtime in the conversation and just be yourself because when you are just yourself, you will attract genuine connections and help establish trust with your new community. Um, And you can't get into that level of depth in the discussions. I have found this is kind of a weird trick um, that when you ask people to share about themselves, they remember the conversation with you more than if you stood there and just talked about yourself and your business the whole time. And they will like you more. Okay. Do you hear that? The more 
you ask questions and show interest and go deeper than surface level, that person is going to remember the conversation. When you ask deeper questions, you, the person feels that you are paying attention to them, that you care about them. You, it's memorable. That's a little trick. It's a little party trick. (laughs) And you will have a deeper connection and that they will remember you and they will like you more. Okay. So number six is stay prepared. So, okay. Set up your agency to fully play to your strengths and keep you in your zone of genius, but you do have to step out of your comfort zone sometimes. And when you're faced with a responsibility that might be causing you anxiety or fear, the best way to tackle it is to prepare, of course. So you're taking that pressure of the unknown off of yourself before maybe a big presentation or an event by strategizing leading up to it, um, thinking through how you want to present yourself. People have like an elevator pitch and, um, you know, I serve X, um, I teach X to do Y so that they can Z, you know, you have this like quick elevator pitch. If someone asks you, I don't love those pre-rehearsed, like I teach heart-centered entrepreneur, female entrepreneurs to pursue their spirit animal. I don't know. (laughs) So that they can fly free. You know, you're just like, what do you do? Oh, I'm a publicist. Like, cool. You know, that really is, um, to me feels like you're, you're sitting there saying all these buzzwords and I have to guess what it is that you do. No, but you can think about how to share what you offer in a way that feels exciting and it feels genuine, like the passion and energy you have for the work you do shines through and people are automatically drawn to that like a magnet. And I experienced that firsthand when I first quit law and started my business. I was so excited about it. I mean, like nerdy, geek over the top. But, and I went to like my 10 year high school reunion and people were like, didn't you go to law school? And I'm like, yeah, but I just like, quit my job and I started my own firm and I represent these kinds of clients. And I got more people coming back to me and connecting me with potential clients and other resources because they they always led with, Jen is so passionate about the work she's doing. And that connection was everything. So feeling confident because you're prepared is a way that you can stare anxiety right in the face and tackle it, take the pressure off yourself by really thinking about your approach. You know, what are the talking points during a meeting or questions to ask new connections? People open up when you're not, you know, just like, how's it going? How are the kids? You know, it's like, oh, what do you, you know, what shows are you watching right now that you really love or what are, what trips do you have planned? And then you can uh, connect if you've been there or learn about their recommendations. It's just a way for people to like, let their guard down. Um, and preparing ahead of time will free up that energy that you would have spent worrying about what the day is going to be like, or leaving your little cozy den and going out into the world. That'll let you create insightful responses ahead of time. And you have talking points, you know, that you've 
thought about and they're in your back pocket. And then you can focus on making an impact in your conversation, you know, confidently, like not tripping up on your words and being like, oh my God, how many of us have left a discussion or a conversation and you're like, oh my God, I am such an idiot. They must think I'm such a moron. Like, why did I say that? What, you know, and I can't stand silent, like just radio silence in a conversation. I'm the one that has to fill it. I feel like it's my responsibility. I don't know why. And then I leave the interaction and I'm like, I am such a dork. Why did I, you know, I'm like the dancing clown. I just want everyone to feel comfortable. Right. So, you know, think about how you want interactions to go and how you can carry that energy forward. And sometimes these pre-written responses will show you're proactive, you're engaged, and of course, that you're passionate about your work. That's the most important thing is really um, letting them feel energetically what you are like to be around. You know, you're not a drag, you're not like sucking the life out of the room, sucking the air out of the room. You know, you've all experienced a discussion where somebody walks up and you're just like, are you for real right now? Like your energy sucks. Like your personality is such a downer, you know, like it's all doom and gloom. It's all negative. Like, I don't want to be around this, but when you're the energized, passionate, not faux, it's really who you are because you love what you're doing. That's a magnet. People love that. They feel energized by you. And then number seven, when you are a person that's introverted and you are doing a lot of things that are putting yourself out there, you have to let yourself rest. You know, rest is a major part of the the need for self-care for us introverted digital agency owners. You have to take care of your mental and your physical health as you run your agency because if you don't, burnout, exhaustion, they're waiting for you right around the corner. And so you have to check in with yourself throughout your workday. Sometimes I'll be like, you know what? My energy is kind of like fading fast and um, I'm going to go sit you know, on my balcony for a little bit and just breathe in some fresh air. I'm going to take 15 minutes. I'm going to go walk the dog. You know, Check in with yourself throughout your workday or if you're at an industry event and just make sure that you don't exceed your limits and push yourself too far and use your time off to recharge your batteries. You know, like if you're at a conference and you have a hotel room and you're with a group and they're like, Hey, we're all going to the bar to get a drink. I personally don't like to drink. So I would, I would, I used to have FOMO, like they'd all be getting together and that's where the real magic happens. And maybe it does, but Am I going to get more out of going to my room, resting, talking to my family, um, just resting my body, and then reconvene in the evening when we're also getting together for a planned dinner? Or am I going to be carrying my energy to this meet meetup at the bar where everyone is having a drink and I don't really drink? Um, or I buy a drink because I feel like I have to, and everybody's just talking and, you know, so is it the FOMO? I don't have FOMO. I have like NOMO. <laughs> I don't want to go. Um, FOGO, fear of going out, I guess. Uh, that's, that's not going to be me. I'm going to be like, peace, you guys have that cocktail. 
Cause that would also drain me having a drink and then being like, I have to go to dinner. Like I am exhausted, you know, no, there's just no way. So watch out for any kind of unhealthy coping activities, you know, stick to a sleep schedule, make sure you're getting enough hours of sleep in the night, um, every night and don't let, uh, bedtime procrastination. So you go to sleep much later than you should. That is going to catch up with you um, at an event or otherwise. So you want to turn to calm, energizing activities. Maybe that's reading to help you fall asleep, um, a walk in your neighborhood, a walk in the park, um, run your toes through grass, just feel grounded to nature. Um, Maybe it's yoga, baking. I like organizing and decluttering. That calms me because I walk into a space and it feels light and free and energetically up for me and, you know, calming and not like stressful. Um, that is, uh, that's a great way, you know, just to kind of like wind down at the end of the day too. that, that reading, you know, nothing on your phone, a Kindle has that, um, not the blue light. It's a certain kind of light that does mimic a book page, but you can read in the dark and you can adjust the brightness. Um, that shouldn't interfere with your normal like circadian rhythm and your brain being activated by like thinking it's daylight because you're looking at blue light. Um, do night shift on your phone at a certain time. Try to go to bed every day at the same time. You know, connect with your... Uh, you know, your, your calming activities, think about what those might be and commit to doing them so that you feel, uh, like you have a reset and you know what to go to when you're just like, you know, energetically, I am crazed at the moment. So I just need to like go inward. I hope this resonates, but as an extroverted introvert myself, this is where I love to mentor fellow digital agency owners on the stress, like when I always say run it on your terms, this is what I'm talking about. You know, um, creating a business that is going to serve your energetic needs as well as your financial and your, you know, personal life. Like, how are you going to build a business? So 18 and a half years later, I still love my work because I don't feel drained most days. So that's what I have for you guys today. Thank you guys so much for being here. Be well. Take good care. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Pitching Powerhouse podcast. If you're ready to unlock your full potential and revamp your agency to support the life you want to live, you should consider joining my Elevate group coaching program. Check out the link in the episode description to learn more. So Elevate, it's an incredible program. It's the first of its kind created to help you redesign your approach to every aspect of your life. You don't have to choose between having a successful career and being present at home. You guys know that is a core value and my purpose of having this business to teach you how to have it all. And that is what Elevate will help you do. During our coaching sessions, we'll go step-by-step to build an action plan based on your bold, unique vision for your agency and your life goals. And at the end of our 12 weeks together, you'll gain a new sense of clarity, courage, and purpose in your life and your business. And you'll completely transform how you show up for your clients, your team, your family, and most importantly, yourself. 
So check out the link in this episode's description to join the waitlist and get notified of our next session. And as always, be sure to tune in next week for another awesome, actionable episode packed with the insights that you need to become a pitching powerhouse.